All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule and of course the cost well better help can solve those problems it's totally online and built around your schedule it's surprisingly affordable too connect with a credentialed therapist by phone video or online chat all from the comfort of your home visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Can you see it? Did you notice? Checked, but the puck comes right to Pedersen, who tries a bank pass for Besser. In with a shot, he scores! A moment's notice. Head on You're listening to Canucks Conversation. Quinn Hughes, beat reporter here. Like, I don't, I won't cover the Canucks. Yeah. I cover Quinn Hughes and what he's doing to the Canucks. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Just wave the guy and get Demko involved. I wanted them in and down. Wow. We should do a radio show together. <laughs> right on. I want to fist bump you right now. Pearl steals, cutting in, shoots, scores! Don't waste all the good stuff on the off air. Let's go. Hello Canucks fans, welcome back to another episode of the Canucks Conversation, brought to you by the great folks over at Zephyr Epic. You can use promo code HockeySeason, capital H, capital S, all one word, Hockey Season. that will get you $5 off your order at ZephyrEpic.com, that is Z-E-P-H-Y-R, Epic, on all platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, whatever it is, Zephyr Epic has got you covered for all of your trading card needs, regardless of what trading cards you are into collecting so be sure to go check them out retail location in surrey and if you shop online any order canada wide is free shipping if it's over 50 dollars so be sure to check out our friends over at zephyr epic my name is dave quadrelli i'm joined as always by the man who built the place chris faber hold our technical on producer as always is alex allard back to that photo i don't know if alex is here he might uh, still be doing the others look at that look at burnaby burnaby is to the right side of the camera here Tell you what, it must be pissing out there, quads. It looks disgusting over there. It's uh, all black and gray over there. It's always sunny in Burnaby, British Columbia. You know mm. this. All right. Says you. Okay. 
Our technical producer uh, is Alex Allard. This is the Canucks Conversation Podcast. Uh, and Chris, aside from talking about the weather, I have one thing I want to talk about. Are we? Am I allowed to talk about my baseball stuff right off the top? I'll tell you what. I, I already zoned out on you talking about making trades in your fantasy league, so I don't want any of that. But you can do this uh, beat the streak thing. Because I think this beat the streak thing is kind of well, cool. It's pretty cool. Okay, and it does tie into hockey because it's a good. It is more of an off-season question, but come on, we're at the last game of the year. I want to pose the question to people. So, beat the streak is what I'm talking about here. It's an MLB game basically for fans, where you basically pick who you think is going to get a hit every day, and if you get a streak of 56 in a row, you win 5.6 million dollars okay so the reason it's at 56 is because that's the all-time hits record uh chris who holds that record the all-time hits record do you know off the top oh, of your head is it dimaggio i'm pretty sure it's dimaggio it's that's DiMaggio. why i'm wearing my yankees cap today hmm. um yeah, and you nailed it you nailed it joe dimaggio i think that's who it is uh, for what it's worth uh so 56 in a row and you could choose two per day but you could double down basically but if one guy doesn't get a hit then you lose your streak I think the highest anybody's ever gotten is 53. I've been doing this. I did it more when I was in high school, so a couple of years ago. But I didn't do it uh, like last season and the season before. But I'm back on it now, not to jinx myself. I'm at eight right now, and I picked Ryan Mountcastle. I was watching the Orioles earlier. He hit a home run. I have him in fantasy too, so that made me really happy. Uh, Ryan Mountcastle hit a home run, so now I have one hit. Uh, but I need Paul Goldschmidt, my other pick today, to get a hit in order to get to 10 and then I'm on my way and then you keep going. So now you get the premise. Now my question to you, Chris, and I guess all the listeners, uh, thank you to everybody in the YouTube live chat as well. My question is what's the hockey equivalent of this? Like, could you do, you could do it for hockey, like a beat the streak for points. I mean, you'd have to figure out how to limit how many times a person can pick Connor McDavid, I suppose. Mm. But like there's a way to do this for hockey and I, I want to hear people's ideas because it's really engaging. Like I know a lot, of, I got a lot of friends that aren't really baseball fans that are into this. They're like, Oh, well, I'm looking at, uh, cause it shows you the numbers of, Oh, this is how successful this batter is against this starting pitcher. You know, you got your lefty righty matchup, all that sort of stuff that, you know, casual fans are into. So you, you've got all that for baseball. I'm curious, can the NHL do something like this? I think they could. Here's how I would do it. It's yeah, it's a pick per point. You need your player would need to get a point that day to keep your streak. But here's how I would do it: you can't pick the same player in that week, so you can't pick McDavid three times if he plays in three games. I think you can only pick a player once per week. You could do it. You could do it for points. I think it would be it would be pretty fun to do. But it's, I guess it's tough because I mean baseball players. Let's say like a good baseball season for hits is what two hundred hits. That's a pretty good. That's a. I think that's even better. I mean. 10 years ago, that was very good because Ichiro was crushing, what, 252 that one year he had? Uh, so, like, mm-hmm. what, I, I think it's possible for the points, but I think you wouldn't be able – you can't pick McDavid every night. That would, that would be my only thing. Like, you'd have to pick different players. and I don't. You, it can't be like you can't pick them same day in a row because normally, like, McDavid plays every second night sort of thing. So I think it would be you can't pick the same player every week, but you'd have to do a point streak. So Brian Choi in the YouTube live chat made a really good point that Tim Hortons does something like this. I think they launched it in the playoffs last year. And Mm. Brian, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I know Tim Hortons does something like this. The thing with Tim Hortons, one that bugs me is you can't pick any player. Like it's limited to, I believe four from each team. And I don't know. It's just, it, it, it feels like you're leaving way too much up to chance and you don't really have a legitimate shot at winning anything, to be honest with you. Like, that's how, kind of how it felt, at least when I played. I don't know if it's different now. But like I said, with Beat the Streak, it's literally any player, any time. And obviously, we've just discussed that there has to be some sort of limitations. But don't tell me which players I can't pick when I'm just trying to start my streak, right? Like, if I have to be strategic about it as my streak gets longer, sure, that's fine. But... Come on, right off the top, I, I just I didn't like the Tim Hortons one, and I, I would like to see them do something like Beat the Streak because I'm having a lot of fun with Beat the Streak. I tell you what, yeah. okay, uh, that's, that's enough. I wanted to talk about my fantasy baseball trades. No, but I won't. no, 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 we're not doing that. I literally zoned out before the show. You start telling me who you're trading for. The I, I heard then I piped back up because you said someone's trading you, Ricky Tiedemann, who's my guy, uh, our guy. We had him on the show back when we were on Sportsnet uh, on the Saturday show. Uh, I do want to mention something later on in the show. 
We got a little Ask Us Anything segment because we're going to talk about the Canucks in their final game in our first segment. Second segment, we're going to spend lots of time talking about the AHL. Hell of a night last night. We'll get into all of it. Lots of video, lots of audio. Uh, we'll get to all that in the AHL update. But then Ask Us Anything. Save your questions, everybody, in the chat. I don't know. Maybe it's uh, it can be about hockey. It can be about uh, it can be about food. It can be about work. It can be about uh, anything about us, our childhood. Ask Quads what uh, his biggest childhood fe- fears are. What traumatized him as an eight-year-old? Ask him that. He's got a great story about it. Uh, and then odds and ends, we'll close out with that. Um, but let's let's get into it. Final game tonight for the Vancouver Canucks. I was going to go on this rant about uh, about mango flavored things because I think it's the worst flavor. Like you know, you know how like uh, flavors of stuff like you know grape flavor tastes nothing like grape. Orange flavor tastes nothing like or like oranges. I, I think mango. You can get rid of that flavor completely. It's it's the worst flavor, and I don't have mangoes often, but when I do, I've enjoyed the the actual fruit mango flavor. I think it's the worst one out there, and I don't get uh, they they make a ton of stuff about it. They make mango flavored juice. They make mango flavored uh, monsters. They make mango flavored monsters. This thing sucks. Okay, this thing sucks. You know, I actually had a um, I did have an energy drink company reach out. Uh, to sponsor the show, did you, did, I didn't tell anybody about this, right? I didn't. No. Okay. Well, this this company no. reached out. <laughs> they weren't going to pay us anything. They were going to give us like um, I was like promo code, and we get a kickback or whatever for people that use the promo code. Uh, so we turned them down. Turned them down big time. But uh, yeah, maybe we'll maybe I'll work something out because I do need something. And if they were to just supply me for the year, that would be good enough. <laughs> Like, that would be fine, but they weren't going to do that. They just want to give us a promo code, send me a bunch of free stuff. So I wasn't into it. So energy drink, energy drink so. companies. If you're if you're paying attention and you're watching the show here, you're hearing this, hit me up. You can find my email pretty easily. This or sounds DM like me. a Chris Faber sponsorship, not a Canucks Conversation sponsorship. That's what it was. How does that benefit Alex and I? Hey, don't worry about it. I'll send you guys some, too. What, what, you guys aren't drinking energy drinks over there. Neither am I, too. I'm on the no sugar. ten cal- or Yeah, 10 calories in this can. All right, let's go. Last Atta game. I'll tell you what. Get, get us in on some kind of mango juice sponsor. I'll take some mango juice. Yeah, I had a feeling you'd like mango. I'll take some mango juice. I knew Alex would be a mango-flavored fan. I knew it. I knew it when I wrote that down in the outline that I wanted to mention it. Unbelievable. Doesn't surprise me one bit. Well, I'll tell you what, Alex. I'll save everything that I get mango-flavored. Ship it out to uh, out to the east. Coming your way, uh, I'll, I'll save up everything for one year and I'll send it to you next year. Final game of the season, you're going to get a package of rotten mango-flavored food. So, you're welcome, Alex. All right, let's go. One last game. One last ride. Uh, Vancouver Canucks final game tonight against the the Arizona Coyotes. They're down in Tempe to play in that little, uh, whatever, What's the? it's like a Coquitlam Center. Uh, looking small little rink down there. Uh, Mullet Arena, final game. Uh, let's pull up uh, the Canucks stats after 81 games here and just see if there's anything that you're looking forward to for tonight because I, I think the only one that really pops off the page, Andre Kuzmenko getting 40 goals is great. Elias Patterson adding to his uh, 101 points is great. Anything else tonight, quads? That uh, I mean, like, what are what the hell are we watching for tonight aside from John Garrett's final call on the regional broadcast? That's that's what I'm watching for tonight. I hope they, I, I hope this is a game where. Those two have the most fun they've ever had on a broadcast with Shorty and Cheech getting one last ride here together. Uh, as we know, John Garrett's not going to be on the regional broadcast anymore. Uh, I'm going to do something online here. Like, I think everybody should like post a photo with a, a ketchup bottle while they're watching the game. Like something like that. I want to get, I want that to go around tonight. I want, do you remember when the Quinn Hughes face and I sent out a tweet telling everyone to make it as their profile picture? And like, I had no idea it was going to be as big as it was. That went nuts. I want this to go even bigger, and I don't want to be the person who has to start this. I'm just going to start posting it tonight. I hope everybody posts some catch-up uh, today while they're watching the game. Uh, and give give Cheech the love, because I know he's going to see it. He's on Twitter every once in a while. Uh, Shorty's on there with his burner. He'll see it. Uh, and those guys will catch uh, the catch-up. I think everybody should post a photo of whether it's your TV or you watching the game, bottle of catch-up, send Cheech off the right way. That's what I'm watching for tonight. That is the main attraction for me for tonight's Canucks game. Well, I think you just nailed it on the head. I, I'm i going to say, everybody have a hot dog. Cheech loves his hot dogs, right? I, I think I'm having hot dogs for dinner tonight. Uh, and I know my girlfriend's watching this, so this is uh, this is news to her. But we are eating hot dogs tonight uh, in honor 
of John Garrett. But you're bang on, Chris. That That's the thing to watch for tonight. I think the other thing is obviously Kuzmenko, 40 goals. Also, Elias Pettersson, two goals off from 40. I'm sure he'd like to hit that. A goal in regulation and then maybe add an empty netter. I, I, it's definitely possible for him to do it. So uh, those are the things that you're watching for tonight, obviously. Um, but like you said, John Garrett, you, you know, nail on the head there. John Garrett's final broadcast is something that everybody is going to be paying attention to. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I mean, I, I mean, I'm really not excited to see him go. Uh, and I hope that we do get to hear his voice next year, right? Like uh, the way that it's kind of been said is he's not going to be on the regional broadcast anymore, which is really unfortunate. But um, yeah, final day, uh, we'll have to see. It's going to be at least, I think it'll be a good night to to enjoy and take it all in. It's just unfortunate that it's happening. Uh, to Cheech leaving Sportsnet. Uh, Jesse Town in the chat said, put a hot dog in your clothes for Garrett. I oh, think that's a great idea. Sneak one into the pad there, yeah. Yeah, that's an option. I'm going to do some ketchup yeah. stuff tonight. I'm going to post uh, get all the ketchup out and post it around. Uh, I, the other thing I'd be watching Just for tonight is... Um, ketchup-related activities, I'd say. Yeah, ketchup, whatever you can do with your ketchup. Get your hot dog, uh, put your ketchup on it. Um Tonight, though, I do want to bring it up. Uh, Brian actually mentioned it in the chat. Uh, Besser hitting 20 goals tonight. Brock Besser, one point off from tying his career high for a season. He's got 55 points this season. Brian mentioned it. Hopefully, he gets to 20 goals. He's at 18 right now. One point away from hitting his career high of 56 points. It'll be interesting. I, I did see some video from practice today. Uh, it was like uh, Besser and Pedersen were taking faceoffs against each other. Uh, and they were both wearing a red jersey. So I think we might be seeing Patterson alongside Besser tonight. Maybe we actually see the lotto line tonight as like a top line playing together. I think that would be a little bit of fun uh, going to the final game here. Or maybe it's something like Kuzmenko, Patterson, Besser. Like I don't think anybody's tweeting out lines. There's no chance that uh, Murph was at practice today after probably going out last night and making it one uh, in Arizona, of course. Uh, but I, I thought about, like, I've been thinking about this for a while. I've mentioned it to some people. And then today when the video the Canucks posted of them, of Besser and Pedersen taking face-offs, what if Brock Besser becomes a center? Like, we've talked about Vasily Podkolzin becoming a center. If you look at the Vancouver Canucks' face-off numbers, out of all the guys who aren't centers, Brock Besser has taken the most face-offs. His game's kind of evolved quite a bit to be more of a playmaker than a pure sniper. Like, listen, if you would have told me this... Four years ago that Brock Besser should be a sniper, I'd be like, no, he's a winger. Look at what he does. He scores a ton of goals. But if you're really trying to find a, a fix at 3C and you can't move Brock Besser, like, why not try to play a guy at center? Why not give him the opportunity to try and learn the position in the offseason, work on it in preseason, and then get into it for the regular season? Brock Besser, the way he's evolved as a player in the NHL, it feels like all of the way that he's evolving is evolving into a thing like, strengths that a center needs like he's getting better at the board work he's getting better defensively he's getting better uh at being a little bit more physical at being a playmaker i don't know man it, it, you know the canucks have some options to to push guys to become centers i just think it's also very difficult if you've played wing your whole life like that's got to be pretty damn difficult to to immediately like just come and make that jump so i don't know but i don't know listen guy takes a lot of face-offs he was the face-off guy in power play too when he was the when it was all wingers there it's, a, it's an option, and hey, you have a huge hole there at 3C. You think you, you'd be pretty happy with Brock Besser if you can play that 3C role and play good in it? Are you, yeah, like, I don't think that's the answer, though. They have so many wingers, and the answer isn't to say, here's this six-plus million-dollar winger we have. Let's make him our third-line center. That's not the answer. That can't be the answer. Like, that can't be the answer heading into next year. Enough with the shortcuts. You know what I mean? Like, I just... I don't know, Chris. It just that just screams shortcut to me, and what? I think this team needs to make less of those. Why would that scream shortcut? Why would making him a center scream shortcut? Okay, it, when Bo Horvat was here, we kept talking about how well they can't tie up that much money in their centers. In three centers, you don't want to pay a third line center over five million. Your long term answer, and probably if we're being honest here, your short term answer for a third line center isn't Brock Besser. It's not a six plus million dollar winger. You're not just going to transition him to a center and think you're okay with that. You want that guy playing in your top six. Like if if you if you go into next season and Brock Besser isn't in your top six, and you have a guy like I don't know Phil DiGiuseppe who's there now right ahead of them that's a problem like that that's a problem that's not something you want to plan for and say yes this six plus million dollar winger we don't think he's going to be able to play on our top line we would rather move him to center this just 
it's I, I like I like your thought process. I really do. I'm not trying to crap on your idea. I really do like the thought process, but it's just like you have Pod Colson right there. Like For do sure. it with Pod Colson. I know you're on this train. I know you're on this train too. So it's not like I'm making new saying anything new to you, but you have Pod Colson right there. If you're gonna do this with anybody, it's gotta be with pods. It can't be with the guy who's making six plus million to score goals and down the stretch run of the season, started accomplishing that and started playing really well under Rick Talk. And I'm sure he's looking forward to next year. It's not really a feasible thing to just say, yeah, you're, you're going to go down. You're going to play center starting next year. Pod Colson, on the other hand, you can say, hey, if you can start working out as a center, that would be fantastic. And I think, like, look, you've got Pod Colson right there. There's your answer, maybe long term. And uh, you look, we got people in the chat already throwing out Barbashev. It seems like Barbashev's coming. Barbashev's coming. He's your center wing option uh, on the third line, it seems like. I just think it's not like if you were to tell him to try and become a center, he's not going to immediately forget what it's like to be a winger. And I'm sorry, but he wasn't the 30-goal scorer this year. He wasn't the 30-goal scorer the year before that. He's never been the 30-goal scorer winger that you hope he is. So maybe you want to try and find an evolution in him as an NHL player. And I think that that's like, it, it should be an option. I think for sure. I think it's something you could try and yeah, you're right. You, you don't want to pay like $6 million for a third line center, but you also probably don't want to be playing Brock Besser six and a half million dollars for 50 points. Right? So why not try and make the best out of a crappy situation here and not necessarily crappy, just not ideal, not ideal. You don't want to be paying Besser, the money that he's getting paid for what he's going to accomplish, like what he's done so far this season. And here's something for you, Quads, because I, I know that people mention Barbashev, right? Barbashev, they want him to be to be a center. I don't know. I don't know if this dude's even a center, like uh, in the NHL. Brock's Brock's taking like half as many faceoffs as him this year. So if Barbashev's the answer at three C, I don't see it. I don't think he's been a center for the last three years in the NHL. He's been a winger who takes faceoffs occasionally. So like I don't I don't think Barbashev's the perfect I don't think Barbashev should be unless you really like let me read you off his faceoff percentage the last 3 seasons 38%, 39%, 43%. You think that guy is your answer at 3C? Come on. Like why 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 not try something sounds, else? Sounds like Jason Dickinson 2.0, the low faceoff percentage, right? And and also, let's not forget here we could be sounding like the people on the East Coast that think that that thought for for years that Elias Pettersson wasn't a center because he didn't take faceoffs on the Lotto line, right? Like, remember those people, Chris? You could be one of those people right now. No, no. So keep that in mind that sometimes the center doesn't always take the faceoff just because he's not taking the faceoff might have that rotation like we obviously saw with the Lotto line. Okay. Uh, here's um, the, no, here's my other point here. that I wanted to add to this was think about like listen when the Canucks had Horvat. There were times where Horvat would play with Miller or Miller would play with Patterson, but there were also times where they rolled with those three C's down the middle. And if you roll with three C's down the middle, and even if you're paying $6 million to your three C, if you're able to kind of listen, you're clearing up winger money by moving Brock Bester to center then. You're not paying wingers as much money. So then you have all these wingers in the system that can find top nine positioning. I don't see why. I don't see why it's not worth a shot. I, I would love to. See Vasily Podkolzin and Brock Besser both be told in the offseason, like, hey, we have a big opening here in our top nine to be secured up. And listen, Vasily, you haven't found a really good spot in the NHL this season. You haven't had a good year. Why not try this? Try this, try this, try this. And just go that way with both of those players. See if you have an internal option to fill this in because that would be a huge win if it works out. If it works out, it'd be incredible. It'd be incredible for this team. I'm not saying it's for sure going to work out, but if it did, holy hell. You're talking about a top nine that you absolutely love if it ended up working out. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's move on here. One, um, la No, no, no. One stop. last ride. No, you got to read the damn thing here. Uh, here we go. We got uh, the final thing. Locker clear out for the Vancouver Canucks. That's going to be Saturday. Uh, management and coaches on Monday. Uh, so we'll have a lot to get to next week on the show to wrap things up. Uh, and the Canucks will be, the players are getting out of town quick uh, after Saturday. They'll be gone. They're off to Costa Rica and uh, and uh, Mexico, Hawaii, all that good stuff. Uh, and then the, the management, they're sticking around until Monday. I did see some management out in Abbotsford last night as well, as well as the Sedins out there last night. So let's get to uh, our Abbotsford update, unless there's anything else you want from this one last ride. You already got your hot dogs or no? You got to go buy them? 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. All right. I do have to go buy them, yes. Tell you what, City Market's probably gone for 99 cents. I'll bet Safeway's probably nine ninety nine. Um, All right, let's get to the Abbotsford update. I want to start right off the top. we got to play the video. Uh, Alex Canuck Leapert. His fight meant so much to those players last night. I do want to just play the fight. I want to play with the audio. This is our buddy Brandon Assel uh, on the call here. Let's get this up here with uh, with audio if we can, Alex, because Brandon does a Brandon's going nuts. Okay, you can you Brandon's going nuts for this fight, just like the arena was. I posted a video last night, standing ovation. This I'll set this up quickly here. Uh, Danila Klimovich, who we all know, one of the Canucks' top prospects, twenty year old kid down in the AHL, took a hit to the head, like a shoulder to the head from this uh, this Calgary Wranglers player. And this was right off the next face-off. Canuck Leapert went, stood by the by the center ice, was like calling out this guy to fight. This is, a st- what do you want, like a stage fight? Is that what you call these? Like this was very set up because of what happened in the play before. Let's watch this. This is from the Abbotsford Canucks. Incredible stuff. Uh, Alex Canuck Leapert in this fight. Fans on their feet, and here we go. Kenneth Leeper can throw him. Gallant getting a right free. Kenneth Leeper responds. Gallant still throwing bombs to his right. Kenneth Leeper not going away. He loses his helmet. They're trading haymakers. Now Gallant with a left. Kenneth Leeper responds to the left. Look at him go. Kenneth Leeper knocks Gallant's helmet off. They are throwing bombs. An uppercut from Gallant. They're getting tired, and down they go. What a fight! <laughs> it doesn't get much better than that. Give Gallant credit answering the bell after that hit on Klimovich. And Kenneth Leeper, who's a fan favorite, gets a standing ovation as he goes to the penalty box. Um, Alex Canuck Leeper joining us next week on the show. Excited for that. The guys, they loved it. I do want to play this as well. Can we get the locker room video up here? Look at how hyped these guys are. I think we'll want the audio on this, too. I think there's audio here. The guys in the locker room, and this was said after. Unreal. They are fired up for Canuck Leaper coming in. Listen to this. They love it. They love it. He was a warrior last night for the Vancouver, for the Abbotsford Canucks. He stuck up for one of their young prospects. Got a ton of respect. And you can see the first guy hugging him in that video. Vinny Arsenault, the tough guy from the Abbotsford Canucks. He's going to be out week to week, by the way. Uh, some people were asking for an update. He's out week to week. He might come later into the playoffs, but it's not going to be anytime soon. So this is your tough guy for the AHL playoffs, and that's a huge ask for a guy who's what five foot ten, five foot ten, and he's sticking up. He's the guy who fought the the six foot eight guy from from Calgary. I heard this from somebody from the Canucks uh, press box or the Canucks box last night, making a joke that this. They said, Alex, this Canuck Leaper kid, he's beat the crap out of everyone on Calgary. Because he has. He's gotten into some huge fights this year against the Wranglers, who, by the way, are the number one team in the AHL. Big win for the Canucks last night and a shutout for Arthur Seelaws in the 2 nothing fashion. It was good stuff last night. Really fun out there. Couple things here. Nexus, good to see Nexus in the YouTube live chat. He said the fight got John Boy Media's attention. So... 
there's something. The John Boy obviously does the baseball breakdowns, breaking into hockey lately. Alex, I don't know if you could pull this up. Uh, Brian Choi said, you guys see Arsenal, Vincent Arsenal, uh, his tweet, and I haven't seen it. Have you seen it, Chris? Do you know what this tweet is about? Uh, I did see his, um, he, he had an Instagram story. I'll, I'll pull it up here. Um, Arsenal 91. As you do that, yep. I have something. So Jesse Town asked for an update on oh the Oh, God, hold on. I got to cut you off for a second. Do, whatever you do, do not Google search. I wrote the first four letters of Arsenal's name, just pressed enter. Uh, it's Arse. So I just got a really, I, do, I cannot show my screen right now. <laughs> do not. That's a lesson learned right there. Uh, let me pull it up. Yeah, you just, uh, you wrote okay, Amen I, tweeting I'll out. I'll continue uh, this. Or I guess that wasn't, you know, this is a tweet from Arsenal. I haven't seen, no, I can't see any new tweet from him. I did see an Instagram post today. Okay. Anyways, off the rails. Uh, this update on Pod Colson, Willannon, and Juleson today. Uh, we saw Juleson in that video, by the way, of the locker room. So uh, the announcement came today that he is on waivers uh, for purpose of reassignment to the Abbotsford Canuck, Canucks. He was papered down ahead of the trade deadline, making him eligible to play in the AHL playoffs. First game goes April 19th. Uh, at the Abbotsford Center, and they host that whole series. The three-game series, the first round, they host every game uh, down in Abbotsford there. So um, if Juleson clears, obviously he's going to be eligible to play for Abbotsford in that. Now, the thing with DiGiuseppe and Willannon is both of them also require waivers to go down. Um, it would be a, kind of a shock to see Juleson get taken especially at this time of the year like I, I think that's a, that would be a massive shock to see him get claimed uh with DiGiuseppe and Willen I think you have a little bit more pause to be honest with you but again I I, I don't know if a team is going to put in a claim at this time of year but that being said uh it'll be interesting to see if the Canucks do put those guys down uh down to the atmosphere because they both will have clear waivers but honestly I don't think they're going to get claimed I really don't not at this time of year sorry what was the other player you mentioned there uh Juleson and DiGiuseppe. Yeah, DiGiuseppe is eligible as well. Um, I, I think that, yeah, I think both will be sent down. Juleson was already there. Like you said, I saw him yesterday um, down and by the media available. Lennon. Yeah. Lennon as well. Well, let me hit you with an update on that. I, I actually have the audio, so I'm just going to play it. This is uh, talking with Jeremy Carlton last night about some injury updates and those guys that you mentioned. Any update on any Arsenal? Is it an injury or just... Yeah, he's injured. Any update on the injury? Well, probably more week to week than day to day. Can you hear anything? Because I can't. I don't think the listeners can. All right, yeah. What you, what's going on? Sorry, I'm playing the audio from my computer. I, I've had this problem in the past before. Uh, so for those players uh, you mentioned, the people will get it on the podcast, actually, because it does record for the podcast. Sorry to YouTube, uh, which we have. I don't think I've ever said that because uh, normally everything here is tailored for YouTube uh, lately. Uh, but... Uh, so what Colton was saying was, yeah, it's week to week for Arsenal. We'll have to see what happens there. Um, the plan right now is that Wolanin, Pod Colson, DiGiuseppe, and Juleson will be joining them for the HL playoffs. But it's still something that Colton called like a, a day-to-day thing. They're not really sure when these guys are going to be fully back from injury. But he, but they are going to get a boost. He knows that, uh, and he said it was a bit. It was big and important that they were able to get games in this year, right? Like the fact that uh, that Pod Colson played down there, it, it, and Wolanin was down there. And by the way, Christian Wolanin today was just named uh, to the first team AHL. Uh, what do you call it? Like first team AHL lineup? Is that what you call these things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the yeah. You, okay, you know what it is. First team of the uh, of the AHL. So good for him. Um, I mentioned it too, uh, Danilo Klimovich. We talked about him a little bit earlier. He scored his 15th goal of the season last night. Let's get the goal up here, um, and we'll talk our way through it. Then I did have some post-game audio we'll get to from him as well. But uh, Klimovich scored his 15th goal. Pretty good number last night. Go ahead and run that thing there, Alex. Um, on the power play, getting the opportunity to be back on the power play was huge for him because that's somewhere he wasn't. And it was another goal like he just scored the other day in their last game. He's on a two-game goal string streak right now. And it's just about getting the puck on net quick. That's the thing that I really like about this goal is that release is just, it's quick and the goaltender doesn't really have a chance to to react to it. And the way Klimovich talked about it last night was like, when he was shooting the puck, he couldn't see the goaltender's eyes. Because of the, the double screen there, Kyle Rao, you see him in front, you can probably get a better view from this angle here, but 
two like multiple players in front there, and he's like, when you can't see the goalie's eyes, just shoot the puck. Man, I'll tell you what, Klimovich last night really impressed me with his English. Like he he was out there for I think seven minutes or so, and then talked to me a little bit after. Um, he was like he was excellent. He was making massive strides towards his English. It reminded me a little bit of Vasily Podkolzin last year after New Year's, like. Klimovich talked about working with his English uh, English instructor and how that's been a, a thing that's been more regular this year. Uh, and he also talked about a few other things about like kind of earning stuff from the coaching staff. We do have the video here. Let's pull this up uh, about Klimovich earning it. And, and I found some quotes here really good. Like he, his English was all like immediately it, you can tell that the English has made massive steps, but it's just the way that he was describing things. Like before he struggled to describe things with words. Well, in the English language, it's obviously a difficult one for him. But, man, big strides this way. And this is Klimovich talking about earning some power play time uh, because of his good play in the defensive zone. Let's hear this, Alex. Your coach said that you're on the power play now because you've been playing good offense and defense. Yeah, of course. feel good to, you know, be rewarded for, for your good play yeah. and now you're back on the power yeah. play. Like yeah, you of course. And uh, last year I didn't recognize it, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't. Like uh, and uh, this year, uh, Jeremy like uh, every time put me in a, like I need to earn my ice time and I need to earn my power play and and like PK whatever and uh, uh, and when I earn it, he puts me in and I just need to I just need to keep playing what what how he wanted me to play. And uh, how I like when I play in power play, it's uh, good for me too, and uh, for yeah, and I just yeah, yeah. like it's uh, good to be rewarded. Yeah, it's good to be rewarded. All that work's paying off. I mean, there's no grudging from him from last year, where you know there there's times, and and there was a quote later on that he mentioned, like he's very excited to make his playoff debut because he didn't get the opportunity last year. And I tell you, man, I was, I was very impressed. Like a lot of the time earlier in the year when I would talk to him, I'd ask him a question and he would just say yes or no. Like, I don't think he understood what media, like what the media was kind of like and what we were looking for. Like, I wasn't just looking to get a yes or no. I'm looking for a quote. Uh, and the fact that he did that uh, yesterday, I was really impressed uh, with Daniil Klimich finding that, uh, you know, working hard at the English language. And, and really, like there was a couple of times we had some fun last night. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write an article about uh, just the conversation with him. Uh, and end up posting that uh, out to uh, on Canucks Army. But you can see the full video of the media availability on the Abbotsford Canucks uh, Twitter account, so check over there if you want. Uh, and really good stuff from Jack Rathbone as well. He scored it was Canucks Autism Network night last night. There was this big thing at the start with Jack Rathbone and, and the video of him and his brother, him talking about it. It was awesome. And then Rathbone's op- Rathbone opens up the scoring last night. Great moment. He talked about it last night, gave some props to his brother because he said he was, uh, you know, playing hard for him off the top. And Rathbone looked really good last night. Like, that was maybe his best game of the season yesterday. Uh, and really good to see as the playoffs are now just six days away for the Abbotsford Canucks to dive into it. So good stuff there. Uh, we're going to ask us anything here. This can be whatever you want. This can be Abbotsford stuff. This can be Sea uh, Love stuff. This can be goaltending crap if you want. I'll even allow that. Uh, or non hockey stuff as well. Whatever you want. Look at this. Look at this graphic right here. Your favorite photo from this graphic quads. What is it? Uh, the one with me and Shorty, for sure. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Me proofreading your tweets is a close second. Yeah, though. that's a pretty good uh, good one there. Here, here's the uh, as Hopefully we get some questions here. Um, but And I see some already. I did want to ask you this. It's a trivia. I have the first question for Ask Us Anything. It's for you, quads. And I'm not expecting you to know the answer for sure, but I, I'm hoping you can guess it in three guesses. All right. Who is the only Canucks defenseman to take a face off this season? I'll give you three guesses. And you got 16 options because there's been a crap load of defensemen come through this team. So I'll give you, yeah, you got three guesses. Is it Tyler Myers? That's my first guess. Not Myers. Why can't I remember this? Because I feel like I would remember a defenseman taking a face off. Oh, Kyle Burrows. Yes, Kyle Burrows is the only okay. defenseman uh, to take a face off uh, this season. So let's get into some questions here. I see Lisa has one. How is the wedding planning coming along? Any plans for the summer? A um, couple of small trips planned for the summer for myself. 
Um, nothing too crazy. Nashville is probably the big one for the draft. Uh, that's, I guess, the massive trip that I have this summer. Um, so I'm very excited about that. Uh, I have my bachelor party on the island uh, down in, uh, we're going off to a cabin. So that's going to be a lot of fun uh, for a few days. You'll be at that too, I think, there, Quads. Uh, so that's going to be fun. Um, aside from that, the wedding planning is coming. It's coming along pretty well. We had a problem with like, you send out like the save the dates or whatever, right? These save the date things. And everyone's messaging me about, oh, I never got mine. I never got it. So we had a little problem with that, I guess. But I, I don't think it really matters until the invitations. So that, that's been okay at that point. But wedding's pretty much all planned. We got everything in order. So that's good. Uh, I think there's just like a couple little minor things that uh, that the fiance is worrying about. So that's good. Yeah, the planning's going really well. We're very far ahead of schedule, I think. We're still, what, like eight months or four months away? Four or five months away, I think. So yeah, lots of, lots of time to go here. So it's been good so far. No No stress from my end. What about you? Any plans for the summer? I am hoping to go to the MLB All-Star game, but it might be tough to leave the dog for that many days. I can basically only leave it on weekends because my girlfriend can't bring it to work. So Seattle, right? Chill with me. Seattle? We'll see. Yeah, Seattle. That's where the All-Star game is. So I'm hoping I'm hoping to get down there for that. If not, I'll probably go for uh, one one game in Seattle. Maybe maybe I'll catch two. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, I'm hoping to uh, go watch some baseball this summer. And mm. yeah, like obviously vancouver canadians as well but definitely uh down to seattle is probably the trip i'm doing this summer yeah i'm excited for that point uh in the season where the mlb draft happens and then the seas normally end up getting like a stud like that's going to be really cool uh to get to that point ricky Tiedemann was a good example uh last year we got a good chance like what what did we see that big day was it canada day weekend watching Tiedemann throw that was great um i think that's what it was you and i were at that game. it was too hot that day though too hot I'm bringing an umbrella next time. Did you see Dallas Chase? I think that's his name. Uh, they call him Cheese. He pitched oh. the C's home opener. Five innings pitched, 11 strikeouts. Did you see this? 11 strikeouts through five innings pitched. Yeah. We should have been there for that because holy smokes, what a performance. Well, yeah, you could have been there for that, but they had to cancel the first five games of the season because of freaking rain. So, yeah, I'm not going to show up for five in a row. I got Steve Ewan covering it for me. My buddy Steve out there. Freaking messing with me all the time. Steve Ewan, good guy, though. Uh, all right, another one here from uh, Nacho Chingu. Am I getting in trouble for saying that? No, I'm okay. There's nothing wrong with it. That sounds like a name that I'm going to get in trouble for saying. Sorry, Nacho. Uh, what's what's the confidence meter regarding the Canucks making the playoffs next year, Quads? What's your confidence at for that? Say like 60%. Talk to me after the offseason. I think there's a lot of work to be done. I think looking at this roster right now with Philip Ronick, I say 60%. I say there's a 60% chance they make the playoffs next year, right now, with the okay. roster that they have right now. Talk to me after the offseason. I'll sure. say 60% as it stands. Uh, I'm a little more confident than that. I'd say 70. I think they are. I don't even need to see the offseason changes. I know there has to be some. So I'm, I'm more at uh, 70%. Uh, confident in that. We'll have to see what happens. Um, from Jesse, uh, Faber, what is the Canucks convo schedule for the offseason? I actually have that uh, in odds and ends. We'll get to that after uh, later on the show. And Jay Kang says, uh, who should Canucks pick if they are picking between 8 and 10? Uh, I'll take this one. I think quads. I think it's going to be uh, David Reinbacker is the guy there. And people have you know, filled the chat with that uh, and stuff as well. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, I would rock with I would rock with Rhinebacker in the 8 to 10 range for sure. You got another name or you just, you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Brian Choi says that photo of Chris holding a fish is straight out of a Tinder profile. It absolutely was, uh, but I don't need that stuff anymore. <laughs> uh, Zachary Coatser says, do you think Tyler Myers starts the season with us next season? Personally, I don't, says Zachary. What do you say, Quads? This is a one for you. Uh, like I, I'd say you hope not. Like, I don't think so. No, I'll just say, I don't think so. I don't think he's here next year. I think that's a very movable contract. And I, I think, I just think him and OEL have both been outplayed by options. Like, like I would rather see Cole McWard on the blue line than Tyler Myers. And mm. I'm not even buying into the whole Cole McWard hype that was on the show a couple days ago. I'm just using that to illustrate how far he seems to have fallen. And again, it, it's nothing like OEL. Like OEL just fell off a cliff this year and uh, he has less of a chance of turning around. I'd say Myers probably has a better chance of kind of bouncing back a little bit from this season, but I don't, I don't know. And it, that's the thing is it might we might be in a world where OEL stays and Myers is the one that goes just because OEL's contract is 
really hard to buy out and definitely completely immovable. Like nobody is going to take that contract no matter what you pay them. Uh, And you would need him to waive as well. I don't look like the only way OEL stays is if the Canucks can't put him on LTIR and they can't buy him out. And I know those things are a little bit different needs to be healthy to be bought out, but I don't know what happens this off season. I just think I'd say it's more likely that OEL stays and Myers is the one that goes. Okay. Yeah. I think it'd be very possible as well, I just one of them has to be off the books when when the season starts next year, one way or another. Uh, somebody asked if there's going to be a Michigan attempt tonight. Can you blow up blow up my screen here, Alex? Because uh, Jack Rathbun, I do want to play the goal here. And actually, the cool thing. So we'll watch this. Uh, the puck's going to start in the corner with Tristan Nielsen. He actually attempted the Michigan last night, didn't end up scoring, and then Jack Rathbone buries it right after that. Uh, so you can see Tristan Nielsen behind the net here attempts the Michigan almost got it. He got it up and like it was actually just saved by the goaltender. I was at the other end of the rink, so I couldn't really see it. But I uh, I asked the play by play guy, Brandon Assel, our buddy. Uh, we, we have to get him on the show here uh, soon. Actually, he'd be a good guy to chat with and maybe like a post game thing. Uh, but uh, yeah, he said that they got it up uh, and they, he almost put it in the net. So Tristan Nielsen instead of, you know, Niels Hugliner actually got it. and tell you what, like pretty damn close. I'm going to play it one more time for everyone on YouTube here. He, like, very nice, quick effect. Got the puck up there, but he just couldn't be the goaltender. He was very close uh, to scoring that one. So, uh, good little run there. And then Jack Rathbone ends up scoring just seconds later. So, uh, nice stuff there from the Avatar Canucks. I tell you, great game last night. And I mentioned it. Archer Silovs, I uh, picked up the shutout uh, last night as well. Let's see. Anything here? Jesse says, any Quinnipiac updates? No, nothing there. Uh, what else do we have? Any questions you see here, Quads, you want to get to? I'm just ripping through a couple here. Isn't it just pronounced Quinnipiac? Isn't it just Quinnipiac? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, all right, let's see. What else do we got? Jeez, I'm, I'm uh, chatting. Like, correct one. me. Okay, go for it. Dakota McCaffrey asks, does PD top his points from this season at any point in his career or next year? So th- th- she didn't ask that, but, um, you know, I'm not sure what the question is here. But I'll say... Yes, to both. I think he probably gets more than 100 next year, and definitely he does it at another point in his yep. career, yep. I'd say. I'd I, I think he tops it next year. I'd say he tops it next year, too. I'm with you. I think he's just getting better, and I think that there's a point um, in players' careers where they continue to figure out this league and improve and improve, and I think Patterson's at the point right now where he just took a big step of, in, of knowing what this league is about, what it takes to put up points. I think he gets better even next year. Uh, Nexus says, Miller getting traded, question. I met Nexus uh, at the the last, last Canucks game. Nexus was it the last one or the second last one. Anyways, I met Nexus the other day. Uh, good, against good, Chicago, good pal of the show here. It's against Chicago. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. I, don't, I don't think he's getting traded. I don't think he. I don't think he'll get traded in the No. I, I think no. I think and they I'm might. Sure like, we'll hear I, rumblings, but yeah, I do think that the rumblings are going to be like not just rumors. I do think the Canucks are going to try like see what the returns could be. It just it feels like from all the reports that I don't believe all of them of like, you know, giving up a a, a first round pick plus for JT Miller. Like I don't know if I really believe all those cuz I feel like that's a deal you have to take. Right? But I don't know. I, I think that uh, I think there'll be conversations. I think we'll be talking about it in the summer. I think we'll be heating up around the draft right before free agency uh, kicks in and Miller's contract kicks in, more importantly, I guess, for that situation. But I don't think he ends up getting dealt. Uh, Joe asks Zlodiev, how far from the NHL? Very far from the uh, from the NHL. He had a, a bad year in Russia this year, uh, unfortunately for him. So hopefully he has a bounce back. I still really like the kid. I, I expect to see him at development camp again this year. He was there last year. Um, so we'll have to see. Uh, what happens? Uh, Canucks need right-handed D says, are the Canucks still looking for more college free agents or European free agents? Uh, yes to both. Uh, I think that they're looking for some NCAA guys potentially from Quinnipiac, uh, but I think the the more the more impact players right now would be the players coming from Europe. And I think there's some options there from Sweden. Uh, there's some options there from Finland. Sweden's going to be an interesting one. They got the SHL uh, playoffs sort of wrapping up here in the next little bit. So we'll have to see what happens there. Uh, there are definitely a few names in the SHL that are interesting. We'll we'll, we'll spotlight a few of them uh, later on. You got another one there, Quads? You want me to keep going? Keep going. Keep going. Okay. What else do we got here? That's probably good. I think we'll we'll wrap it up there. Um, thank you to everybody who sent in a question, and thank you Nacho Chingu who said uh, it's not a. I didn't. He didn't catch me with anything. That's just. Uh, was it say? How do you say? Uh, it it means friend in Korean. Okay. So that's good. That's good. 
You almost got me there, Nacho. Somebody's going to get me here pretty soon here. I'm too stupid to, to figure out a lot of these things. Um, odds and ends. Let's wrap it up here. Uh, like I said, Cheech's final game on the broadcast. People enjoy that tonight. Uh, send your love out there. Listen, you have the power with social media in front of you to send out some things that'll be into the universe, positivity towards Cheech. You have the opportunity with social media. Social media can be disgusting and gross and crappy and annoying a lot of the time. This is the opportunity to use it for good. Send out your love for John Garrett today. Please do that. Uh, send that out there, everything that you can uh, on Twitter. I think it'll be great. Uh, I do want to update some folks, some prospect interviews, some Vancouver Canucks prospects will be joining uh, myself here, and then I'll, I'll be recording them for the show, whether it's something we're playing live or something that uh, might just go up on the YouTube channel. We'll have that throughout the summer, so that's good. Lots of prospect interviews coming. I uh, got some irons in the fire. Um, so excited for that. Uh, I did want to pull this up quickly before we get out of here. The NHL playoffs. I, I, I wrote this out, so I have to read this. I wrote out all the scenarios for the playoffs. Let's get this thing up here, Alex. All right. This is the way the playoffs would start today. It would be the Stars against the Kraken, the Avs against the Wild, the Vegas Golden Knights against the Winnipeg Jets, the Oilers and the Kings, and that is the West. The East would be Boston against Florida, Toronto against Tampa Bay. How about that series? Uh, Carolina against the Islanders, and the Devils against the Rangers. Some really fun potential matchups here. Here's what I'll say tonight, okay? Carolina versus Florida tonight. New Jersey plays Washington tonight. New Jersey is one point back, and they could jump Carolina to win the Metro, and the winner of the Metro would play the Islanders. So there's a lot that still needs to be played out tonight, uh, but there's some very exciting things to, to happen here in the, in the playoffs. Like some of these, these series that we could potentially see look extremely exciting. The Oilers, they could still win the Pacific with a win tonight and a Vegas Golden Knights loss. The Oilers are on that eight-game win streak heading into the playoffs. Could you get any hotter? Uh, going into it right now, and then whoever wins that Pacific, they're going to end up playing the Winnipeg Jets uh, in that. And Vegas versus Seattle is a huge game tonight um, for what happens uh, in the Pacific standings there. So lots to get to tonight still in the game. There's still games tomorrow in the NHL, but man, if this was how the playoffs started today, what's the what's the, the series that you're most excited about? Like, we, we got it in front of us here. I'll start. I, I think it's got to be the Toronto-Tampa one, right? Like, that would be a lot of fun. The way that it's going to shape out and watch them two play against each other, that's been set for a long time with how good Boston's been. I am going to love that series. I'm going to love that series, and I don't mm-hmm. even care if the Leafs win that series. I'm at the point now where the Leafs can win, and it won't like be like a bummer to me. I, I've always been cheering for the Leafs to lose. But this year, with Luke Shen over there and some other stuff, like, I think it's fine for them to win this year. Not not the Stan- hold on, yeah, not the I Stanley Cup. I take that, but not the Stanley Cup. Just one round of the playoffs. That's all. That's fine. But I don't want them getting past that, and they're not going to beat well, Boston in the second round. Well, the the other thing to consider is if the Panthers win tonight, all of a sudden it's Boston, New York in the first round. It's not Boston and Florida in the first round. So Horvat's Islanders are going to have to go up against the wagon that is the Boston Bruins. I'd say the series that I'm most interested in, obviously it's that Toronto Tampa. I'm going to be watching the New Jersey Devils closely, Chris. Like that's a, that's a team that I'm really curious to see, um, you know, if they're on that trajectory of, yeah, they, they were really good in the regular season. They have a lot of young players that need to kind of, quote-unquote, learn how to win in the playoffs, right? Um, how many playoffs is it going to take for them to get there? I'm curious to see them uh, in their first kind of go at it this year. Also, the Oilers. Uh, I'm definitely going to be watching the Oilers closely. And quick little thing before we wrap up here, talking to Bag Milk. Uh, so him and a few of the other Oily boys from Nation mm. Network are going to be going wherever the away games are. Like, they're going to be going. So for the, for the longest time, they thought they were going to L.A. for sure. Then the Oilers go on this eight-game heater, and now they're like, okay, well, we might be going to, checks notes, Winnipeg. So uh, we're, we're keeping our fingers crossed that our friends over at Oilers Nation oh. uh, do end up going to Winnipeg. I heard, that would uh, be hilarious. Yeah, I heard uh, Murph talking about this on Halbro uh, yesterday. And he was like, like his series, because Murph's going to go cover the series for Sportsnet. And it was like, he was talking about Winnipeg and Vegas. And I was like, it's kind of perfect. Like, that would be, if you're covering the series, why, Winnipeg and Vegas would be fine. Because it's like, you go to Vegas for, what, two days? I guess four days if it's like a two-game set or whatever it is. Like, you get your four days in Vegas, and then you can have four days to, like, recover from your four-day hangover in Winnipeg. You're just, like, sit in your hotel room in the air conditioning and just, like, 
you know, drink orange juice and, and eat toast for, for a couple days, then go back to Vegas again and then back to Winnipeg for the hangover. Like it's, it's a nice mix for media folk who, uh, like to have a good time on the road. So I, uh, knowing Murph, I think he will have a good time on the road and he'll have his recovery time, uh, in Winnipeg if that's where he ends up. Uh, I do have the, the show schedule that- for next week. Sorry, go ahead. If there's anything, are you trying to get out of here? Yeah. You got the dog on the can there. It's already, uh, your mom needs your help. Uh, but uh, next week's show schedule is set, okay? I haven't told you or Alex this. Here's what we're doing next week, just so you know, Quads and Alex. Uh, Tuesday, will be the sh- we won't have a show on Monday because we do have the media availability, and I just think with timing and everything, uh, we won't have time to get in here at 1 o'clock and have like an immediate reaction. I'm guessing they're going to end up doing the media availability like at 1 o'clock on Monday. Uh, so we'll wrap everything up on Tuesday. That'll be a big wrap-up uh, end of the season media avails. We, we're probably going to push that episode to be closer to an hour uh, on Tuesday. So we'll go a little bit long, kind of like we have today. Uh, Tuesday, that'll be the end of season media availabilities next week. Thursday, we'll wrap up game one of the AHL playoffs. Hopefully, we'll be joined by Jeremy Colleton on that one as well, uh, or somebody from the Abbotsford Canucks. Uh, as we get into Thursday's wrap-up of Game 1 of the AHL playoffs. And then I'll be back on Friday with Harmon, uh, who will be in here tomorrow as well. Uh, so Harmon's going to be in here tomorrow to wrap up the season with me. Um, that's our schedule. So next week, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Those are our three shows next week. All right, and we'll wrap it up there. Uh, that'll be a good show. Good show next week on Tuesday as we wrap up all of the uh, media avails that happen. Also, but for the, now, the schedule the works. Meantime, oh, I know oh, I, no, I did it two, two days in a row. I just wanted to say, as long as as long as you and Alex are good for the schedule next week. I, like I said, I, I meant to do it before, but Alex is Alex is off in freaking Sensland before the show here today. I missed him off the top. Then he comes in here, and the, the only thing Alex has contributed to the show with his voice. I want him to jump in now because I don't want it just to be about him loving mango flavored stuff, which is the worst flavored thing out there. Mangoes are the number one fruit around the world. I'm pretty sure. Oh, come on. There's no way more people are eating mangoes than bananas. Look it up. No way. I'm not looking that up. It's freaking. Okay. Quads is gone. All right. Quads, get us out of here. Yeah, see, that's look at what you did, Alex. He sent quads right out. He's out of the room off of this. This mango talk. May, I, I said it's busy in Sands Land. No, I know it's busy in. Well, I know. Actually, you guys have a lot. Uh, it's been a well. I wouldn't say it's been probably a better season in it. Oh, look at this. Is this Bert's first time on the pod? Bert made us. Yeah. Wow. Cody's not here to see the belly either. Hi, everyone. This is Bert. Wow. Bert, look at the camera. If you like the, if you see Quads' dog right now, like the YouTube video. Look at this little puppy right here. Holy jumping. I hope the chat blows up right now. Mango the fruit is elite. The flavor is hard. Look at this little guy. Curly little pup. Oh, Alex Alex wants out of here. Uh, All right. There he is. Bert cam (laughs) for everybody. Uh, Okay, Quads, do your little sign off here. See if Bert will do it. Give us a yip. What is he? He likes to yip about stuff sometimes. Bert, can you speak? No, you can't. We'll wrap it up. We'll wrap it up there. For my co-host, Chris Faber, and the little pup here, Mr. Bert, uh, and our technical producer, Alex Allard, my name's David Quadrelli. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Canucks Conversation. Thanks for listening to Canucks Conversation. Hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. How about keep it to a thank you, Jim? Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.